Welcome to the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that takes a look at all things marketing in the world of sports. I'm your host, Rob Cressy, founder of Bacon Sports and Crest Media, and joining me, the owner of the Savannah Bananas and the Gastonia Grizzlies, the founder of Fan First Entertainment, and author of the book, Find Your Yellow Tux, How to Be Successful by Standing Out, his second time on the podcast, my man, Jesse Cole. Jesse, super excited to have you back on the show. Yes, I am pumped to be back. I almost like want to walk up to the batter's box right now, Rob. You just got me fired up. Dude, you inspire me every single day. Before this podcast, I was going through and rereading my book notes of Find Your Yellow Tux. If you have not read this book and you are listening to this podcast, I guarantee you if you listen to if you read that book or do the audio version, you will absolutely love it. It is something that uh, was by far the best book that I have read so far this year. And what we're going to talk about on today's show is three things, uh, two of them actually from the book. So, Jesse, let's start with this. And there's two quotes that stuck out to me. One, it says, you don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. And that's from Martin Luther King Jr. The second one is, success is rarely just a day away. It's not waiting for you around the corner. It's a long, long journey. And I believe both of these are very applicable to both personal brands as well as what we as marketers are dealing with. So let's start about let's talk about the personal brand standpoint, because all of us, whether we have our own business or we're working for a company, we still have our own brands. So let's talk about you don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. And for me, this is something I work on on a daily basis to always be living in action. What does that quote mean to you and how has that had uh, an impact on your journey? Well, it's been so obvious now that I feel so many people are stuck in paralysis by analysis. They're trying to think about what's the best thing that's going to happen. You know, we just got to do and then learn. I think when we look at our team, the Savannah Bananas, and what we've done over the last few years, we didn't know the answers. We had no idea, but we're constantly trying new things. And, you know, from a personal brand standpoint, you know, I started a podcast back in September. I started posting every day on LinkedIn, started posting on YouTube. I wasn't so focused on the outcome. Here's the challenge, Rob. Everyone's focused on the outcome of what, you know, what's going to happen when I do this. Where am I going to be a year from now, two years from the, three years from now? No one knows the answers. I did a video the other day, embrace the uncertainty, because the reality is I had an employee come to me and said, Jesse, you know, I really don't know about the vision, you know, where I'm going to be in six months. I go, I have no idea where you're going to be in six months. It's up to you, but you got to take that first step. You know, the reality is I think we need to be in a production area, production zone where we're producing every day. And then the results take care of themselves. Stop worrying about what you're going to do. You'll learn from it. So I've seen that firsthand. And in the book, I mentioned, I mean, I've made a lot of mistakes, like Flatulence Fun Night, Salute to Underwear Night, the world's largest tickets, which fans hated, the three-foot size tickets. There were a lot of things that we did that failed. And I'll tell you, I did videos that failed. When I started my personal brand, I did a thing called Netflix and Grill, where I literally would grill burgers, which I can't do, and talk about Netflix documentaries. No one cared about it. So I stopped doing it, and I tried doing different things. I think that's what we need to get over, the fear of doing the best. I think the best quote from Mark Zuckerberg, done is better than perfect. What can you do today and produce today and learn from it for tomorrow? And I absolutely love that. And it's very much a mindset. And, and I believe it's very difficult for people to adopt, especially because we're in such a results-oriented culture. And if I look at it from a marketing perspective, 
everyone will say, what in the world is the ROI of dot, dot, dot? You can insert doing a podcast, social media, or anything. So which is great for us to segue into the marketing side of things, where it says success is rarely just a day away. It's not waiting for you around the corner. It's a long, long journey. And as I look at... Uh, brand storytelling and fan engagement in content creation and uh, creating a YouTube channel and doing podcasts and having ongoing engagement on social media. You're going to hear that the haves and the have nots. There's the brands that say, well, I need an ROI exactly today on, on every single piece of thing that I do. But on the flip side, they completely overlook, uh, giving people a reason to care about them, which will be the next thing that we're going to talk about. And it's such short-term thinking that business is a long-term play. And it's difficult for me because it's deeply ingrained in business culture to not be thinking this way. A hundred percent. And I mean, what was the ROI of you just starting a podcast? What was the ROI of me starting a podcast? The reality is you're playing the long game. You know, you think about some of the best uh, podcasts out there that are getting millions of views or millions of listens. You know, Lewis Howe's School of Greatness, the Gary Vee Audio Experience. They weren't getting any ROI the first year. Rob, I didn't hear from anyone on my podcast for the first month. I didn't hear from anybody. And now I regularly hear from people. You got to play the long game. And I think, you know, you need to look at failure as discovery. I think people are so scared of failure. Look at it as discovery. What did you discover today that can make you better tomorrow? And that's how we look at it. You know, I'm just playing this long game and I'm learning from it every day, putting new things out there. I think most companies are scared. They want to come up with a big thing, this big announcement. Keep putting things out there, tweaking and learning, and then look where you are in two years, three years from now. And that's what we've learned. I mean, it's been amazing to see what's happened. And I ask every business this, Robin, what's your story? Why should anybody care? And then what makes you stand out? And so few businesses can answer that question. They're playing the me too game. You know, we're a little better at this. We're a little cheaper than this. We're a little faster than this. They're playing the same game. Play a different game. That's what we're doing. The Savannah Bananas, we are the only team in the country who has a breakdancing first base coach. The only team that has the Banana Nanas Senior Citizen Dance Team. The only team that literally brought in the top cruise director from Norwegian Cruise Lines to leave the cruise industry and become our director of fun. Because we're playing a different game. We're not playing the sports game. We're playing the entertainment game at a whole nother level. What game are you playing from your business standpoint and what makes you different? And I bet you right now 99% of businesses can't answer that question. And, and this is what I love about your way of thinking and mindset. And this will get to the next next uh, quote. The truth of the matter is that we business owners aren't giving anyone a reason to care. And I, I feel like I shout this from the mountaintops on a daily basis on every podcast that I do. Because when I look at marketing, I actually think it's pretty simple because I think to myself, all right, what would I want a brand to do to market to me? Mm. So that's how I think about marketing with every campaign that I work on. So it's like, well, what would I want? Well, I'm going to want it to be fun. I want it, want it to be engaging, uh, high quality, all of these different things. Yet so much of what we see out there, and you talked about this, is very homogenous. It's I can't differentiate one brand from another. And quite frankly, the overwhelming majority of brands out there, I can't tell you one one piece of difference about them. And you're like, well, why in the world does it matter to be on all of these different platforms with with audio and video and live streaming is because you need to build that emotional connection mm -hmm. to get people 
caring about you and looking forward to hearing back from you. So talk me once again into your mindset on this and what people can do to improve on this and in giving others a reason to care because if this could get solved, this world in marketing would be so much better. Yeah, the question is why should they care? You know, I always say this in the book that's got a lot of traction. Think like a reporter. If you're a news reporter, would you do a story on your business or are you on your brand? And you say, oh, yeah, I would because I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And Is it a real good story? Would anybody read the story? So we think like a reporter with everything we do, and we think big ideas. And I'll tell you, I mean, you talk about caring. And no matter what business you're in, it doesn't start with your customers. It starts with your employees. And that has been the biggest mind shift that we've done. And you talk, the name of our company is Fans First Entertainment. Our biggest fans are our own people, our employees. you got to care for them. And you got to be there for them, not just for professional, but personal. I mean, I just had an employee call me the other day and said, Jesse, I'm going through an amazingly tough time. You know, his father passed away a few months ago and he's struggling. And we spent 30 minutes talking, it had nothing to do with the business. When you care for someone like that, they will care for the business and then they will care for the customers. So it starts there. And I think that's one thing people need to get understand. You can't just expect to make profit if you're not caring for your employees and care for your customers. So that's where we've changed. And that's why we've had zero turnover in three years, which is unheard of in the sports industry and unheard of for people under 30 years old. It starts with the caring. And then for your business standpoint, think like a reporter. Why should someone do a story on you? You know, we had MSNBC come out last year and spend three days with us because they were like, I've never seen something like this at a baseball game. They said it really is a circus and a baseball game breaks out because it's different. If your podcast is like everyone else, if your media is like everyone else, if you're just a me too product, a restaurant doing something a little bit better, it's probably not that good of a story. And this is something that also translates to personal brands. You don't want to be like everybody else. Why do I start a podcast? Because little did I know 270 plus episodes in, I would be talking to the owner of the Savannah Bananas for the second time. I would have read his book. I would have built a personal connection with him. Uh, he and I would have introduced people to each other. Like the, the ROI on things like this. One, I didn't know where this podcast was going to go. Two, I didn't know what amazing things were going to happen from it. So the, the story of Jesse and I, strangely, it, it's very much everything that we've just talked about. I didn't see the whole staircase. I just took the first step doing a podcast with Brian Cristiano. Success isn't just a day away. Jesse and I keep talking. I read his book. Boom. He introduces me to someone. I introduce him to someone. And now we're giving people a reason to care because, boom, Jesse's back on here dropping knowledge and information, trying to help other people. And I wish that this ethos was more a part of everyday marketing for every single brand. And Rob, I'll jump on that. The one thing that is lacking so much today as connected as we all are, we are lacking human connection and relationships. And if you want to talk about something to really move your brand, it's the people you know, the ecosystem you develop, and how you're building relationships. And you just talked about it right here. Since I started my podcast, the relationships I've built with people that are helping me level up, you know, really top of the line entrepreneurs, New York Times bestselling authors, it's changed the game for me. And how are you leveling up every day? So whether it's a podcast or connecting to people on LinkedIn, it's not just about asking them to do things for you. How can you help them and build that relationship? So that is true caring. And that's a whole other level. Why talk internally about our people? Externally, the caring that's gone on in this world of podcasting, videoing, talking is a game changer. 
Lastly, Jesse, we're going to talk about curveballs, not the ones that you throw at the Savannah Bananas, but a curveball as in your wife is about to have a child, as in like before this podcast is over, you might be going to the hospital because you're about to have a baby. This one, congratulations. I'm so excited for you, but this is going to be a big change in your life. So can you talk about your mindset for dealing with change and curveballs? (laughs) I'm fortunate. We talk about relationships. I was able to connect with Randy Pennington, uh, best-selling author, the book, Make Change Work. And it talks about adaptation and how people need to learn how to deal with change. And I've struggled with it. You know, as anybody that's a successful entrepreneur, control is one of the things everybody wants. But you can't have control and you can't have growth at the same time. You got to give up one. And so this is the craziest thing, Rob. You won't believe me. I have batched so much work in the last month Literally, so many podcast interviews, so many meetings, so many face-to-faces from starting tomorrow all the way through May 30th, one month before our season, I don't have anything on my calendar, nothing. So you're talking about a curveball? My staff thinks I'm going to go insane, and there is a chance of that. I could go insane, but I realize, again, what do you stand for and what are your priorities? And we talk about caring, and my number one priority is always going to be my family and this new baby on the way. And you know where you dictate where people's priorities are? You look right in their schedule. So people can say, I'm all about family. I'm all about this. And you look at their calendar and they have nine meetings a day and they're in work and they're they're working 10 hours a day. Priorities start with your calendar. And I've committed to having nothing on my calendar. But what did I do to make it happen? I got work done earlier before. Uh, The great quote, I'll leave Zig Ziglar talked about this. He said, if you could go on an all expenses paid trip to Acapulco tomorrow, all the way there, how much work could you get done today to make sure it could happen? I think we all need to think like tomorrow we're going on an all expenses paid vacation. I tell my staff, if I'm going to go to Italy the next month. How much can you get done to make sure that I can help you and be good without me there? And that's when you develop a successful business and a successful brand. Okay. So I absolutely love that because one thing that I've always said to myself is it shouldn't take putting a gun to my head for me to go all in all the time. So it's easy in theory, difficult in practice, what you're talking about, because tomorrow I'm not going to Acapulco all day. So how can you take the first step of having this mindset? Because like anything you or I talk about, it isn't absolute that happens right away. Uh, Mm -hmm. Oftentimes it's something that we need to learn, fail at, see what we're good and bad at. So how do you start taking the baby steps towards making changes like this? You know, the easiest, it's not easy. People can't do it. Why can't people work out every day? You know, why can't people do the little things, eat vegetables every day? It's because it, it's, it's easier. It's easier to, to not work out, but it's discipline. You know, I started many years ago writing a thank you letter every single day, and I got used to that. Then I started running every day and reading every day. And I'll tell you one of the best things, Rob, I don't know if we talked about on the last show, but I write in a journal every day. It sounds crazy, but it gives me so much clarity of what I'm trying to accomplish or what I'm doing. So I do that every single day. There's not, nothing stops me from doing that. And I post something on social media every single day. So when you get used to have just doing one a day, cross it off the list. I only have five things on my list, but it's crossed off every day. It makes it easy. So whatever that is, that next step, you can do it. But it's just once a day. You know, people think, oh, I can't do that. Man, 500 thank you letters, 1,000 podcasts, 300 podcasts. It's just one a day. That's where it starts. 
I love it. It's the, it's the micro thinking and now double down on that journal. Uh, for me, it's a way to get whatever's in my head out of my head. I do it first thing in the morning in my morning routine there. If you're not doing it, I highly recommend just say, you know what, I'm going to spend five minutes or 10 minutes or really the answer is there is no answer because there's no goal of writing in the journal for me. It's every day I say today's going to be a great day and then whatever's on my mind. Uh, a lot of times what I do is if I'm feeling an emotion, uh, good or bad, I'll recognize it there, especially if it's a negative emotion. If you wake up, you're like, oh man, I got a case of the Mondays or I'm not feeling good about something that's going on. Be like, hey, I acknowledge this feeling, but I'm not going to allow it to stay with me today. I instead am going to choose positivity, living in action, and I'm going to make this an awesome day because here's the thing. You have the ability to control what you want to do and writing in a journal for me is the way of acknowledging it saying, boom, here it is, but peace. I don't have any time for that. You know, and it's just like training a muscle. You know, you think about it. You brush your teeth once, that doesn't do anything, but it's the brushing your teeth every single day. You write down just once, that won't do anything, but if you constantly do it every single day, it's training that muscle. And I'll tell you another muscle that everyone can get better. It's the idea muscle. You know, I say ideas are currency, but implementation will make you rich. You first have to have the ideas and there's not enough ideas out there. So what I do is every morning I write down 10 different ideas. It could be on any subject, whatever it is. I write down 10 ideas. I don't stop until I get the 10 ideas. So I have thousands of ideas. Are any of them good? Maybe a few Are a lot of them crap. You better believe it. But I'm training myself to think differently and think of different ideas. When you do that, that's a game changer. So again, discipline one step at a time. They taught me at Second City when I was learning comedy writing that for you have to write 100 ideas to maybe get 10 good ones. So really, you're talking about a 90% failure rate with ideas. And oh, by the way, ideas are only one part of it. Execution is all of it and where the name of the game is here. And Jesse, I like to have an action item on every episode. And amazingly, one just came to me and it's through something that I've done that you did there. And we're going to call this the do one challenge. So if you're listening to this, I want you to create a challenge for yourself where you do one of something that you are not currently doing right now. And this is super relevant to me because I just joined an accountability group last Friday where we are doing a 100-day challenge to do whatever you want. So for me, my 100-day challenge was I want to post once a day on Instagram. And the thing is, this is just, I wanted to get one out of the way. I'm going to start uh, layering things on top of this because that's the way the mindset works. But I've seen so much success by doing what, exactly what Jesse said. Do just one thing. Do you want to create a five-day-a-week podcast? How do you do it? One a day. How do you get better at Instagram? One a day. So, Jesse, I want people to hit you and I up on Twitter. Where can they reach you? <laughs> at Yellow Tux Jesse. We, I mean, we talked about the first episode, but I do wear a yellow tuxedo every day. I commit to it every single day as my brand to stand out and be different. So if you search Yellow Tux Jesse, yeah, you'll find me. I'm all over the place. And he is wearing it right now as I record this and I'm looking at him. He's styling and profiling. And you can hit me up on Twitter at Rob Cressy. I want you to live in action and Accept the do one challenge. Do one thing. Tweet it to Jesse and I and let us know what it is. Jesse, where can people connect with the Savannah Bananas? Where can people get your book? Drop some plugs. Uh, everybody needs to be following Jesse and consuming what he does because he is a ray of inspiration. He shows how business is done right. But more importantly, what I love is he's all about 
fun, engagement, entertainment, the fans, the employees. He does it right. He is someone you need to be modeling your business from and take the best of what he does. Rob, I need to hire you as like a hype man. Like you just come around with me, man. I love this, man. This hype from the intro to this exit outro. I love it, man. Uh, you can find me. I mean, literally jesse at findyouryellowtux.com. I challenge everyone because here's what happens, Rob. I post every day on LinkedIn. I post on Twitter. I post on Facebook, the yellow tux guy. But very rarely do people reach out and ask questions. Just like he said, gave him an action step. Reach out to us on Twitter. Feel free. Email me. Send me a message. I'll help in any way. And I think one challenge, I'll leave the group as well. Be present today. You know, I, obviously, I've got that big focus on my, my life with my baby coming in the, on the way. Be present. Live in the moment. And you know what? Bring life to the mundane. A lot of times, you know, the people that are out there just, you know, the mailman and the waiters and the waitresses, be there. Be present. Bring life to them. It's amazing how much your life will go full circle, how much you enjoy life when you bring a little energy and fun to the day. I absolutely love that, Jesse. Wrapping this bad boy up, if you have listened to three or more episodes of the Sports Marketing Huddle, what would help me out so much is if you go to iTunes and give it a rating and review, and I'll take this even one step further, I want you to put a question in there. If you put a question with your rating and review, I will answer it on the podcast. It helps with discovery, and that's what iTunes wants, so if you're getting value from what we're doing, it would really mean a lot to me if you gave us a rating and review on iTunes. Have a great day. Woo